This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. You can call me the dude or, you know, you can call me Anthony. That's my real name. Honestly, that is my real name. And, uh, you know, how thi- how are things going? We just got through the Super Bowl. Hopefully your team did well. I don't, uh, when I'm recording this, I don't know the outcome of the game yet. Truthfully, I probably won't know the outcome of the game until I go to uh, my real job tomorrow morning because I don't really care about sports, football, anything, really. Like I've told you guys before, if you want to talk about the Beatles, Star Trek, uh, you know, pop culture stuff, I'm your guy. But when it comes to uh, things like Super Bowl, the World Series, I'm just behind the bar to make the money because you, know, you guys are there to, there to all, or the customers are there to meet up with their friends, hang out, drink a few beers, cheer on their uh, favorite team, and then they go home and have a barbecue or whatever. And so, really not my thing, but doesn't mean it doesn't have to be yours so anyway welcome to the show uh this show uh well we got to start off with the drink special you know what this show will be posted on february 13th now it's going to be late on in the day on february 13th but i still feel the need to tell you guys remember tomorrow is valentine's day so any of you people not just the men even though uh in all comedy stories, in all office stories around the water cooler, men are mostly to blame for forgetting about uh, Valentine's Day anniversaries, uh, you know, all that sort of thing. I'm reminding the women, too. And, uh, you know, if you're like a gay couple, you're, you are you got like twice the trouble uh, of forgetting because uh, you're both guys. If you're a lesbian couple, maybe you both remember. I don't know. I don't really don't know how it all works, but I'm just here to remind you guys as of uh, uh, the the night of February 13th, it is uh, the day before Valentine's Day, so get your shit together. If you have to go over to Walgreens late at night because uh, they're open 24 hours to get something, uh, so be it. But remember, you can also disappear uh, the morning of uh, Valentine's Day and go get something nice. The more important thing is going into nighttime. So, which brings us to this week's drink special. Now, I usually tell you guys some cool, awesome mixed drink, but right now everybody is pissed because a lot of the restaurants and uh, places, clubs that people want to go to are closed up or only allowing 25% capacity. So, are you going to get a lot of business that night? No. So, here's what you do. If you're working behind the bar that night, get some of the uh, leftover champagne from New Year's Eve, maybe, uh, and serve that to your customers. You know, uh, 
you know, give it to them for a slightly cheaper price or, you know, offer them a, a champagne cocktail of some kind, you know, at throw a little bit of Midori on there. You got a melon ball um, or, you know, any kind of uh, fruity type of liqueur. If you are not working that night, go get a bottle of champagne and share it with the person you care about. Now, I am actually one of those people that sits back and uh, says, Valentine's Day, huh? That's the day where we have to, uh, out of all 365 days of the year, that is the specific day where we have to tell our significant other or show our significant other that we care about them, we love them. Are you kidding me? So all 364 days didn't count up until that day. Part of me uh, is one of those people that believes it's just a one of those devilish ploys made by the greeting card industry or this the candy industry. It's uh, you don't get the day off from work. You don't uh, the the speciality. I just made that word up. I think. Uh, of Valentine's Day escapes me. Probably because I've been single for a really long time. But the, you know, we have to take one day out of the year. And it's uh, that's only a month and a half after Christmas. Uh, and, or, or, you know, about a month and a half after Christmas. And who's telling when their birthday is. And, you know, and use that one specific day to tell them that you care about them, that you love them. Okay, maybe it's not just about the uh, about the person that you're with. Maybe it's about everybody. Share the love. Tell, uh, you know, tell everybody that you love them. You don't have to stick to the person that's in the relationship. But the person that is without some kind of a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, however they identify, we are the ones that kind of uh, get gut-punched a little bit because of the whole holiday. But, like I said, I've been single for a long time. So, yeah, it does feel like a gut punch. But, you know, it goes to a lot of uh, instances that I saw in the bar. Now, I worked a lot of Valentine's Day during the time that I was a bartender. And, you know, they decorated the bar, put the red hearts up. Uh, If you are lucky, you get a, a nice lady that walks in with a basket full of roses and offers them to you for a reasonable amount of money to give it to your girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, whatever, to your significant other on Valentine's Day. You get an opportunity for that. But the there were a lot of things that happened on Valentine's Day that just, I, I stand there and I look at my customers and go, are you serious? Now, for you people that listen to this show uh, before Valentine's Day, take notes. Uh, if you listen to this after Valentine's Day and you're in the doghouse, this might help you figure out where you went wrong. I'll start with some good stories, though, because we want to uh, we want to start off on a high note, don't we? Uh, so you know, I I used to see couples that came into my bar that I couldn't see them with anybody else. They just looked so happy, and they loved to be together, and. It was, you know, it for single people like me, it was at the time kind of a one of those things that says, okay, I've got hope. Uh, I'll find somebody out there somewhere. 
but uh you know you, you just see them and they're just happy and they're perfect together they they can joke around with each other they can uh they enjoy the same things or they don't at all and uh but they enjoy arguing about it it's uh actually quite an amazing thing and i see uh, i've seen custom couples that uh would you know they go to the bar just to be able to say that they went out and that's fine uh, uh you know what should we do on valentine's day well let's let's go over to the bar go visit the dude and uh because you know uh we uh, it's valentine's day we should do something special now visiting me or visiting your uh visiting a local bar uh that you frequent all the time that doesn't scream something special to me that screams the norm but a lot of people a lot of your customers out there they want normality they want uh because let's face it a lot of people that like to drink have a touch of ocd in them don't they but a really good story is when uh, one of my favorite couples came in and uh, they decided, let's go shoot some pool because there was a pool table open. The The late night business hadn't really started up yet. So they just decided it would be fun to go over and shoot pool. And then all of a sudden, uh, a couple minutes later, uh, the girl, the wife, I believe they were married, came up to my bar and said, two more drinks. And I made them whatever it was they drank. And I said, so how's your Valentine's day? And she goes, Oh, it's amazing. I woke up to flowers this morning. And when he got back from work, he gave me this and she shows me this really beautiful, uh, tennis bracelet. And she's like, I've been asking this forever and I handle all the finances in the house. And I have no idea where he scraped the money to get me this tennis bracelet and me being the type of guy that uh, knows that I shouldn't ask things like that. I didn't say, well, how much is it? I just complimented the woman on, uh, you know, the beautiful bracelet. Cause she was obviously very proud of it. And then fist bumped the husband for being listening to his wife and being right on the ball with the special gift. You know, and I talked to the husband for a few minutes while she was in the restroom and they were getting ready to go home. They only stuck around for maybe a couple hours and then they decided, okay, let's go home. And so he comes up to me and I fist bump him. And say, hey, good job getting that tennis bracelet for your wife or girlfriend, whatever she was. And he's like, oh, yeah, you don't know what I had to go through in order to uh, save that money up. It took me a long time. You know, in fact, I was supposed to get it for last Valentine's Day, but, or I was supposed to get it. Yeah, last year, you know, whether it was Valentine's Day, Christmas, whatever. But, uh, you know, finally, I saved up enough money. And I, I said, yeah, she was telling me how impressed she was that you were able to hide that money in order to buy that tennis bracelet. And he goes, oh, God, that wasn't easy. I didn't ask for any more details on that. And I uh, said, so uh, uh, the kids are uh, probably somewhere else right now since this is a weeknight and you're probably going to go home and have some loud, obnoxious sex, aren't you? And he goes, you damn right. And I said, all right, man, well, have fun. And uh, she came out of the bathroom, and the, they said goodnight to me. Yeah, that, it was nice to see them walk out, arms around each other, and walk out into the night and probably go home and uh, do whatever uh, 2002's version of Netflix and Chill was 
and uh, you know ignore the movie completely. It, 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 that was nice that was to, uh, to watch them do that. Let's face it, people. I mean, it is always nice to see two people that are uh, totally into each other, totally in love, and it's you know see them uh, hugging on each other. Or well, there there is a limit. I mean, there's uh, I don't know. Does anybody use the phrase PDA anymore? Uh, but uh, you know, it 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 is nice to see people uh, in a loving relationship, uh, no matter who they are. I mean, uh, I've even watched uh, various couples uh, of different uh, I don't know what what would you call it, different sexual orientations on the internet or have seen friends, uh, you know, that, you know, are just really in love that, and it make it has to make you feel good a little bit. I mean, unless you're, uh, one of those people that's completely closed off and cold hearted. Um, uh, I'm not completely closed off and cold hearted. I'm just a little jealous from time to time, but guys and girls, let me remind you something going into your everyday regular hangout bar is not always the greatest idea for Valentine's day. Uh, I mean, uh, I've, I saw some couples that were doing, I thought were doing really well. And the, the thing, the strange thing about it was, uh, watching reactions as time goes, uh, as time went by throughout the night. Sure. They show up, they sit down, they maybe have a reasonable, a uh, nice dinner, um, maybe a couple drinks, glass of wine, uh, a beer. But then they go back into their old or their usual uh, type of things that they would do at that specific bar. See, um, one couple, I, I saw them, they came in, they sat, they hang out, hung out at the bar with me for a little while. I talked to them, uh, served them their drinks, joke around with them a little bit and, and uh, then all of a sudden, one of them decides to go play video poker. And uh, one plays video poker, and the other one really doesn't want to play video poker, so they just, they have, uh, the other person just kind of stands next to the machine just so they can be with uh, be with their uh, date or whatever. Yeah, we'll just call it a date. And uh, that had, uh, based on experience, that gets boring after a while. It gets really old. And, you know, just sit and watch the button get pushed and watch the uh, the cards go by. And it it's just got to wear on the other person that's, uh, playing, that's not playing poker. If you're both playing poker together, technically, you're not together, if you ask me. If, you know, like if you go to a casino and uh, you decide, you know, a great date would be to go to a casino you're not really together because you're both playing two different games and you're, you're just in the same vicinity of each other in, and that's kind of, uh, that's kind of defeats the purpose of, uh, what is called a date night. And the, the, I mean, in, in my worthless opinion, people, uh, cause you know, you, you mentioned, you make, the effort to say we are going on a date and then all of a sudden you uh, go right back into, Oh, let's play video poker. 
you're good enough to say let's, but really it's just one of you. And uh, it, it, and that what somewhat worried me for some customers. Some uh, some of the customers were completely cool, just standing next to the machine, watching them play, not really talking to each other, but uh, they were uh, just uh, happy to be standing there. And you know, every once in a while, somebody would walk by. They'd talk. The person not playing video poker would be talking to them for a little bit. But then, they, you know, they're completely just standing there leaning against the machine or against the wall. It wasn't a big deal. But the couples that came into my bar that uh, were, I really honestly worried about is it's Valentine's Day and the couple comes in. They're both dressed very, very nicely. But uh, in this case of this couple, the husband had his pool cue on his back. Now, I knew at, from that second, he didn't bring that pool cue, pool cue to play with his wife. He came, brought that pool cue in case somebody wanted to play pool because he was very competitive when it came to pool. Uh, in fact, I think he was the same guy that uh, was challenged by a guy who needed money to pay his bills and bet like uh, the, the other guy bet like $200 that he could beat him in pool. And uh, uh, the guy that bet $200 had his ass handed to him and had to go home empty handed, even more broke because he, and definitely couldn't pay his bills now. But, uh, but the couple came in and he had his pool cue with him. And I'm like, Oh, come on, man, pay attention to your woman tonight. What is wrong with you? Because for some reason, I look out. Uh, I used to look out into the uh, into the pool table area, and I'd see the guy concentrating on his pool game, lining up his shot, and you know trying to strategize what's happening next. And the girlfriend or wife has this blank stare into the sky, as and. The only thing that I can think of that's probably going through her head is something equivalent to the Super Mario Brothers theme. She's just staring off into the distance, whether it's towards the floor, towards a wall, up to the ceiling, and she's sitting there going, and I felt so sorry for them. I mean, sure, I'm not saying that a lot of the girls didn't at that time, you know, enjoy just sitting and watching them play, but... Uh, some of them, you could almost hear them screaming in their heads. I want attention and all you want to do is shoot pool. And some of those relationships ended poorly. Yes. Uh, but some of the relationships, you know, managed to work their way out of that. And, you know, like the guy finally decided, I don't, I'm tired of shooting pool or the girl finally finally said, you know what, I, you know, we need to talk. And they sat and talked about it for a little while. And then he didn't concentrate so much on his pool game. But uh, this, this happened back when a lot of my customers were between 21 and 25. So they are uh, just out of college or, uh, uh, you know, hanging out with their old high school friends because it was a very local bar. And they're hanging out with their high school friends and they're still competitive with their high school friends. You know, it's, oh, I can beat you. Oh, you suck. And all that stuff. But they kind of forget 
oh, I'm here on a date. Uh, and that can be tragic. Especially when I see the girl, she's sitting there on a stool uh, at the buddy bar, and she's staring off into the distance, bored as shit, and she got dressed up that night. She's not wearing her usual jeans uh, and a uh, nice shirt. She actually wore a dress. She put on makeup. She had her hair done. And the guy, sure, he's wearing sl- uh, slacks and a nice button-down shirt instead of uh, dirty jeans and a Leonard Skinner shirt and a uh, trucker cap. He, he actually took the time to uh, comb his hair and stuff like that, but he still went into his usual uh, I'm here to shoot pool type of thing. So, so you know, a piece of advice um, for a lot of people, you know, bartenders, servers, if you're giving out advice for what to do for Valentine's Day, a suggestion would be if you see this regular couple, you know, tell them to go somewhere that's out of the norm. I mean, it can still be a bar, it can still be a pool table. Sure, you're throwing away your business, but it's for the couple. And, uh, but, you know, take your, take your significant other to someplace different, someplace special, someplace you always wanted to go to, someplace that you were curious about. And, you know, that way you're not, uh, you can tell them, uh, that you're not inclined to talk to your old buddies or play, uh, or shoot, shoot pool, you know, just go out. Do something different. That's what I would like to tell my uh, tell my customers. Just because, uh, then all of a sudden, this so called special day becomes any other day. Sure, it started with candy, flowers, uh, gifts, but uh, it became the night time became just any other day. And odds are, majority of the time, when it became any other day, they drank just as much, and then consequences like oh say whiskey dick came into play you know one of these days i'm gonna have to look into if women have that same well it you know uh based on my experience they just uh, drink a little bit too much and then they get sleepy uh and don't really want to uh, do anything because they're so tired or the headache uh starts to kick in but uh whiskey dick where the guy is fully ready to go but the soldier won't salute that you know that's embarrassing for a guy especially especially if you decide that valentine's day is going to be your first date uh now this goes for the uh goes out to the people that are single and refuse flat out refuse to be dateless on certain times of the year whether it be new year's eve valentine's day uh the days that are pretty much reserved for uh to be with somebody uh i don't think i don't think like saint patrick's day or uh, arbor day really counts into that but uh you know the day those days that everybody it you know it feels like they're obligated to be with somebody that uh on that night and so they search around and say well they're nice they're pretty they're uh they're uh they're funny um or, you know, it, it you know, just those uh, people that are just like desperate. Okay, Valentine's Day, I can't be single the, uh, this day. So I will take the first person that I find attractive. And uh, that way I will make sure I have a Valentine's Day 
that uh, Valentine's Day date that night. Now, if you've been working behind the bar or serving uh, the tables, you've seen this come up. You've probably uh, smelled the desperation in the air as uh, get closer and closer to Valentine's Day. And these people are like, I can't be alone. I, 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 it just can't happen because I'm not that pathetic. I am, you know, and the, the desperation just consumes them. And they end up going with somebody that you, even you find questionable. And you're, have you ever had one of those customers where you're afraid to even be nice to them? Just because you you're afraid that they're going to get a little bit too uh, attached to you, I think is a great word. Have you has that ever happened? I mean, there was that one girl that I talked about a long time, Crazy Karen, and her actually her name was actually Karen because uh, I'm not saying that just because that Karen is a buzzword nowadays. But Karen, she was beautiful, but she was uh, tired of getting used i think is a nice way of putting it because these guys obviously she's a beautiful woman she uh these guys walk up and hit on her and then she uh then she would say or do something to uh that would normally drive a guy away but these guys are persistent i gotta get laid tonight and as a bartender i would totally have loved to say uh Hey, hey, dude, why, why don't you just leave her alone and, you know, stop trying to get in her pants because it, it's going to end bad. But they're one of those, uh, but they're one of those guys that uh, don't care. And, you know, they're, uh, they're on a mission and no matter what you say, it's, Fuck, yeah, come on, I'm shit, you know, and this woman, she uh, would inevitably uh, and go home with somebody and, but then the next day, the very next day, these guys would be, you know, kind of look inside the bar, you know, look around a little bit and it's like, Hey dude, you okay? you you look like you're, you know, uh, uh, you're being wanted by the cops or something like that. And they said, well, I, took crazy Karen home last night. Well, they didn't call her crazy Karen bartenders and servers did. I took crazy Karen home last night and she immediately started calling me this morning, uh, before I was awake and said, uh, uh, why don't we get together for lunch? And I said, well, I'm going to, I'm busy. I got to go to work. And she, well, what are you doing later? Well, I got stuff I got to do. So what? We weren't, uh, you know, it was, was it a one night thing? Was it, you know, and uh, it would escalate from there. Es- and by escalate, I mean, Crazy Karen would come into my bar and ask me, uh, can I borrow your tire iron? And I said, why do you need my tire iron? She goes, I need, uh, I just need it. Can I borrow yours? And I said, well, I'm sure your car came with one. She goes, no, I don't want to use mine. I want to use yours. And I said, why do you need to use mine? Okay, all of those big red flags. And if a woman has been pushed that far, uh, she definitely needs to find a nice person, maybe a little bit of counseling because she might have some past issues. Uh, I've And because if she's thinking about some kind of violence, whether it's 
to destroy somebody's car or uh, impale somebody with that tire, uh, said tire iron, uh, she wasn't going to get mine. And uh, so the point I'm uh, getting here to uh, getting to here is if the person, if you notice a person's getting insanely desperate for uh, something, you know, for a date for Valentine's day, tell them to let it go. Just let it go. Don't try to find somebody to, uh, for Valentine's day, because, uh, you know, if, even if they go with a good friend, it can, uh, change the dynamic of the friendship from there. So, well, you referred to him as a date on Valentine's day. Okay. Uh, and it's one of those. And the girl refers to him as a date as on Valentine's day, but the guy sat back and thought months ago that he was put in the friend zone. And so all of a sudden he sits back and think it's finally happening. I've been pining for this woman for, I don't know how long. And she wants to take me on a date for Valentine's day. I don't believe this. And you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be magical. It's going to be, you know, whatever. Yes. Guys do think like that. Don't, uh, you know, guys, don't uh, kid yourselves. You do think like that. But yes, there is a possibility, small, ho- however it may be, that it could turn into something magical. You don't know. But nine times out of ten, probably higher ratio. I just like using nine times out of ten. Uh, much higher ratio of uh, that sort of thing where the girl says, okay, you're my date for Valentine's Day. And it's going to go right back to friend zone the very next day. And I'm not saying that you guys are going to sleep together. I'm not saying you guys are going to, you know, uh, do anything special uh, other than hang out at your local bar together just so you can say that you were with somebody. Uh, but one person's feelings are, odds are going to get hurt. Uh, it And... The day after Thanksgiving, maybe the week after Thanksgiving, all of a sudden, uh, sh- uh, one of them, one of you is going to be talking about, uh, you know, this person you just met, or you're thinking about getting together with, a, getting back together with an ex, or you know, whatever stories comes up, uh, uh, comes up eventually, it, uh, it's going to send the other person into a downward, downward spiral. Now, unfortunately, when it comes to friend zone type of things, I, it's mostly a guy thing. Guys get thrown in the friend zone constantly. I don't, you know, since I'm a guy, I can't really speak for the women. I don't know how many women get thrown in the friend zone, but, uh, and unwillingly get thrown in the friend zone. I see a lot of guys unwillingly get thrown in the friend zone, uh, but they just, uh, and it sends, the person that into the friend zone on a downward spiral. I mean, let's compare it to something. Um, I can't think of a good analogy, but the downward spiral, as soon as they hit the, uh, hit the friend zone, it's like, Oh, that scene in Thor Ragnarok where banner, uh, thinks wants to turn into the Hulk, but ends up running in uh, face first into the rainbow bridge. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it's it's painful uh, once you hit oh, hit the bottom and you realize you're back in the friend zone, and then the friend zone from the friend zone you kind of you 
sit back and try to decide is this friendship worth it it you know because uh all of a sudden one person's going to sit back and say all right that was painful don't want to go through that again uh so this friendship isn't worth it. Obviously, she has different uh, different things in mind. I have different things in mind, or he or she. Uh, you know how hard it is to keep this podcast androgynous uh, for twenty twenty one. Jesus. Uh, but inevitably, somebody's feelings going to get hurt, and the dynamic of your relationship with your friend is going to change. Uh, you may not see it right away, and it might cause uh, a lot more problems than you ever expected so if when it, if you're if you notice the desperation in one of your customers to absolutely they have to have a date on valentine's day tell them skip it it's just another day uh you can save money you don't have to buy a card you don't have to buy jewelry you don't have to buy chocolates you don't have to do something sexual that you normally wouldn't do you that you save for only special occasions. You just encourage them to Netflix and chill or, uh, go to the adult store, buy a toy and get the laptop out. Some of you out there are probably like, Oh my God, he went there. Yes, I went there and I'm proud of it. Oh boy. It's time for me to take a break, go outside, have a cigarette. Yes, I do smoke cigarettes. Get over yourselves. So, uh, in, uh, before I go on break, remember, if you want to get your hands on some cool Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise, all you have to do is head over to www.heybartenderpodcast.com. You can pick yourself up a t-shirt, sticker, whatever I got available on there. All the, pros, uh, all the profits go to help the show so I can boost my listenership, advertise a little bit more, because I really want to bring this show up to be able to do more stuff to entertain you guys and support the uh, service industry as a whole because, let's face it, uh, being deemed as non-essential in 2020, that kind of sucked. I just want to get out there and be able to boost you guys up a little bit by interviewing you, by doing uh, videos possibly in the future. So help support Hey Bartender Podcast by visiting www.heybartenderpodcast.com and pick up a t-shirt. That'd be, be sure be a big help. It is time for the musical guest this week. This week I am featuring the band Waltzer. Uh, they are from Chicago, Illinois, and from their album Time Traveler, this is their song Lantern. Just 
off their album Time Traveler. That was Waltzer with, uh, with their song Lantern. Uh, they are from Chicago, Illinois. If you want to find out more about them, uh, go to their website, waltzermusic.com. That's W-A-L-T-Z-E-R-M-U-S-I-C.com. And you can find out more stuff about them. They also have an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and a TikTok. If you're interested in booking them, you can also contact them at waltzerbookings at gmail.com. Or even go check them out on Bandcamp. That's how I found them. I love going to Bandcamp because uh, to find music for this show because a lot of these bands are pretty good and the they don't get the airplay that anybody deserves nowadays. It's all uh, all the stuff is all taken up. It's like this year's Super Bowl. I don't, uh, I don't I had no idea who the hell was playing the Super Bowl halftime show. Didn't much care either once I did find out. So another thing I'm going to talk about about the whole Valentine's Day thing is the Revenge Valentine's Day date. Yes, the Revenge Valentine's Day date. I hated seeing those type of uh, dates out there because it was just horrible. And the sole purpose of that person going out on Valentine's Day date was to make their ex jealous. Yes, make the ex jealous. They happened to break up uh, shortly before Valentine's Day, maybe a month or something like that. And so they go to great lengths to grab somebody to and uh, to start dating just or just grab anybody and bring that person to the local hangout because they know that's where their ex is going to be or they find out where their ex is going to be just for the sole purpose of parading around with somebody new and try to make their ex jealous. And it's a horrible tactic. I, you know, I don't condone it at all. Okay, here's the here's how it usually goes. The couple breaks up, and it's a few weeks to a month before Valentine's Day. They, it was, they broke up for whatever reason on this planet. Uh, they had a large argument. They, uh, and they just decided, okay, you know what? Fine, we're broken up. And one of them they find out is able to uh, uh, the other person is able to find out that they were able to go out and find somebody new and almost, and it doesn't matter what, how much time went by. They were able to find out somebody new way too early. It's not like the Ross and Rachel thing. We were on a break. No, it's, they just all of a sudden what they're dating somebody else already. So the other person in the relationship decides I got to find somebody and my and I am going to make them jealous. They think they can get along without me. Oh, I'm going to show them I can get along just just as well without them. So they go out and find somebody, anybody and start uh you know, usually it's a desperation date so they will take out a close friend and uh just to be able to parade around and say, look, I found somebody else too. You're not the only one. And, uh, you know, there's confusion from uh, one person on the date, uh, or the new person in this whole thing. And, uh, but, you know, was, uh, there was one guy that was just like, what, we're on a Valentine's Day date? No, I thought we were just here to hang out. 
And, uh, and there's also that situation where the person's like, finally, I'm out of the friend zone. She's single or he's single. And, uh, you know, same things can happen. Feelings get hurt no matter what. And, but it's a very selfish thing that one person in the relationship sits back and says, well, if they can uh, just jump back into a relationship, so can I. And it, it's just, you know, revenge relationships it just it it's i don't know how to put it really it it's just despicable uh, that they would put a, a person that was not involved with any of that just for the sole purpose of revenge i mean even even i uh, it's like uh i got a call from a girl one night and she said you have the night off and i this wasn't a valentine's day um, but she calls me up and says, you have the night off? And I said, uh, yeah, actually I do. And she goes, well, let's go hang out and, uh, let's, let's go to the usual place. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. Whatever. And fully knowing there's something up. Uh, I showed up, uh, I pulled up to her house. She got in the car and she's wearing a skirt. Usually she wears jeans and a nice shirt. And she's done her makeup and done her hair. Uh, not that she, uh, not that she looked bad uh, on a usual basis, but uh, she did some effort. She put some effort into it that that night. And I thought, ah, oh, crap! I know what's going on. And so we head over uh, to our local hangout, and she specifically put herself strategically in a line eyesight of a guy that she. Uh, liked, but he was inevitably just uh, just fooling around with her because his girlfriend was a flight attendant and wasn't around very often. So while she, while his girlfriend, who's a flight attendant, was out of town, he'd fool around with pretty much anybody. And so when it came down to it, she was uh, there to make him jealous. Look, I'm out with somebody, and I'm sitting there thinking he's not fooled by this. He knows who I am. He knows how, you know, he knows that I'm just a friend to you. And, uh, eventually I got bored with the whole spiel and I, uh, cause she said, let's sit here right in, uh, eyesight of this guy. And I was, I was like, okay, I know what the deal is here. So I'm going to get up. I'm going to go wander around. I'm going to go talk to some old friends. And that's what I did. I, uh, let her sit by herself uh, trying to get the attention of the guy that she uh, had a crush on or uh, sing or, you know, one of those fatal attraction type of moments. And I let her sit there uh, pining over him while I went and did other things. And, uh, you know, whether I played video poker because, well, let's face it, I played video poker because I was uh, a little antisocial. Or I went to talk to Barb. She was behind the bar that night. Or... Uh, you know, uh, just other friends that happened to be there. And, uh, you know, at one point I did debate and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm bored. Uh, and, you know, in fact, I'm, you know, if she wants to be here to try to get his attention, I'm going back home because at the time I was like uh, halfway through my DVD cop, my recently bought DVD copies of Firefly. But I did stick around, and inevitably she uh, 
did realize that nothing was going to happen. Maybe, you know, she probably planned, you know, she, she decided to leave thinking that she planted that seed in his head to make him jealous. And I was, and I just dropped her off and I, we sat and smoked cigarettes and she, while she talked about him for a couple hours and I, and I, well, meanwhile, I'm sitting there beating myself over the head going, why am I putting myself through this? I need better friends. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, I mean, she dressed up and I'm wearing jeans and a flannel. I mean, the, he had to know something was up and it was a bunch of bullshit that she was actually trying to make him jealous because he knew who I was. She was dressed up. I wasn't, it wasn't a date. He, if he didn't realize that he's a bigger moron, moron than I took him for, but I don't think it really mattered, uh, to her whether or not he was there. All she had to do was be seen with another guy and eventually through the grapevine, it would have made it back to him that she was out with somebody else. And, uh, and sometimes that works in the bar situation because you know, everybody in the bar, the, everybody knows each other. Everybody has talked to each other and the rumors spread just like high school. Uh, cause well, in my bars, a lot of the people went to high school together and they were still, uh, all, you know, chatty and catty, uh, and had their own little cliques. Uh, and they were the same cliques from high school. It's like they never left really. And so maybe it did, uh, but there, there was a number of times where I've witnessed where the girl, she comes in now it, I'm telling you this uh, because it was a girl. I'm not just saying that women, I'm not saying women in general do this. I've only witnessed it with uh, uh, women, uh, these women. I'm sure guys do it every once in a while too. Oh, God, once again, making keeping this show androgynous is getting to be a pain in the ass. Anyway, uh, the girl will go into the local hangout with a new guy and sit back and hope that um, he might not be, or uh, sit back and think, uh, well, he may, may not be here, but I do know some of the people that are here. Uh, hopefully, the that word will get back to them to make them jealous. And uh, it's it's ridiculous to watch uh, to watch people do that to themselves. I'm not talking about the person, the innocent bystander that thinks that they're out on a date. It's horrible to watch people do that to themselves just to feel like they, they're getting even with their ex. It's god-awful, if you ask me. Or, you know, I guess nowadays uh, on social media, you can easily say, out with this person and post a selfie with, uh, with the, that other person, click, and, you know, then word will get around really quick. Odds are they're still, uh, they're still on their friends list on Facebook or Instagram. But what I'm talking about happened in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s, these things that I've witnessed. I mean, uh, there was a girl once that called me up and said, hey, I'm dressed up with nowhere to go. Do you want to hang out? And I said, sure, what do you want to do? And she goes, oh, just come pick me up at work. I am pretty sure to this day the only reason why she picked, uh, had me pick her up at work was because the guy that she was interested in uh, was working that night, and she needed to be seen being picked up by a guy and yeah that that bummed me out when I all of a sudden realized that but you know you, you get over it after a while 
and it's uh yeah the whole revenge or the whole uh they you know the whole revenge when it relate uh, on relationships yeah sure i've been through the whole breakup situation uh a couple quite a few times and there are parts of me myself that wants revenge and but there's nothing i can do about it i you know they i've got to learn to move on uh i mean it's tough it was tough there was a period of time where i uh where i had a girlfriend she worked in the same town that i did we broke up and then the ideas in my head started to flow but they weren't all I've got to plot revenge. I've got, you know, the, this is ridiculous. This is bullshit. And, um, you know, I've got to make her jealous. No, pretty much in my head, I made it all about me because I was working behind the bar and I was sitting there dreading. Is she going to come in tonight? Is she going to come in tonight? Is she going to come in with that schmuck? Uh, uh, you know, what the hell? And it was causing me loads and loads and loads of anxiety to the point where I was like thinking, I got to quit my job so, uh, just so I can function. Uh, and, but after a little while, you know, you, you take a little bit of time, take a few deep breaths. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it, uh, you eventually get over it and it's, it, it's a hard, uh, hard amount of time, but, uh, you eventually get over it. There's no need for revenge in relationships because you're already hurting and you do you want other people to share your pain sure but is it going to get you anywhere no so that's your advice uh, on valentine's day from your local bartender and a whole bunch of uh relationship study type of stuff if any of you bartenders out there are uh like sociology majors or something like that uh which i totally think people that are uh are you know studying uh, like to be a psychiatrist, a psychologist or something like that, send them into a bar, make them uh, wait tables or uh, tend bar. And they will have like, uh, a, they will have a, what, are, what are those college kids call it? A thesis paper that will probably rival like 3000 pages of the study of the human condition, especially when it comes to relationships or competitiveness or whatever. Uh, because as a bartender, I've seen people fall in love. I've seen people fall out of love. I've seen people plot revenge. I've seen people not care about a damn thing in the world. And uh, some people that were able to move on with the relationships with ease, it seemed like it was ease, but, and other people that all of a sudden you catch them on their front lawn chasing small animals with a weed whacker. And it, you know, it happens. But, uh, you know, as a bartender, I suggest you guys play, uh, you know, play Switzerland on it. Don't play favorites. They're your customers. Uh, you probably like one more than the other, but still, they're your customers. They think of you as a friend. You can think of them as a friend if you like, but ultimately, there's, it's still about business, and you want to keep your business. So, anyway, now that I've made that make absolutely no sense, and you guys pretty much have uh, uh, pretty much realized that this guy has no clue when it comes to women. Uh, 
it, you know, like I've said in the last few podcasts that I've done. But uh, anyway, now that I've uh, exposed all that information, it is last call. Last call for alcohol, people. Come on up to the bar or I'm not giving you shit. I'm not walking all the way out there. Uh, special thanks to Walter for uh, allowing me to use their song Lantern. Go check out their album Time Traveler on bandcamp.com. And I'm sure it's available on Apple Music and uh, Spotify. Go check out their website. And I know, people, I usually give you a drink special, but this is the day before Valentine's Day, and I really didn't want to go searching for some kind of uh, drink or something like that that had the only thing that it had to do with Valentine's Day is it had, it was the color red or it happened to have a heart for a garnish. That's bullshit. Let's uh, let's not go that far. Keep it simple. Champagne and a nice quiet night together, whoever uh, your special someone is, and it will be the, uh, a great Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening. Remember to share, like, and subscribe to Hey Bartender Podcast. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon uh, Podcasts. Uh, Remember to visit the website, www.heybartenderpodcast.com, and pick yourself up a T-shirt or a sticker or something like that. Help support the show. I could really use it right now. And remember to leave a rating on iTunes or Spotify. I could use a lot of those right now. So until next time, people, uh, just as usual, I hope you have have had, depending on when you listen to this show, uh, a great Valentine's Day. Uh, and uh, remember I wish you all lots of love lots of sex lots of happiness and don't take any shit from anyone Good night. what do you mean it's let's go I just got here